I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Today is a day that will live in infamy. It is Pearl Harbor Day. Holy cow. And we're going to be talking about some ways to enjoy this glorious holiday season, whether you have good memories of this time of year or not. It's time to start some new traditions and new memories. This episode's also going to focus quite a bit on some entertainment we're consuming. So strap in. Oh, and, uh, you know, happy December because it's here. It's finally here. Yes, let's rock it. Come on, doesn't the real Brian show make you just want to scream? Welcome. Oh my God. You know what? I like so like love the real Brian show. It's like one of my absolute like favorite things ever. Can Can we like seriously talk like this the rest of the show? I don't think that it, listeners would like that at all. How about for like the next like four minutes? This is ruining my pre-planned intro. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome. It's the Real Brian Show, the voice of the nerdy eclectic. I am the Real Brian. Uh, this is your Captain Influence speaking. We're uh, going to be cruising at around 100,000 feet this afternoon. We're uh, expecting mostly clear skies with a slight chance of awesomeness, so please keep your seatbelts fastened. I uh, (laughs) hope you enjoy your time here on TRBS Air, where we put the emphasis on the BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. We put the emphasis on the BS. I like that. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is like the coolest idea. <laughs> we put the emphasis on the BS. Dude, you found our slogan. <laughs> the Real Brian Show. TRBS, where we put the emphasis on the BS. I mean, that's it. Amen. When people say, what's your show about? BS. BS. Yep. I love it. What's BS mean? Well, well Brian that, Show, obviously. Yeah, we're going to have to figure that one out. <laughs> Brian Show. <laughs> Duh. Um, like, Hello. Uh, speaking of this, did you know that they're like remaking Clueless? Oh God! Oh my God! That is so ridiculous. Gag me that with is... a oh. warhammer, seriously? Seriously? Like as if, dude? That yeah. okay? No, I got, that no. that movie does not need to be remade. No, Come on, folks. no, 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 not at all. Now let me let me say this though: it is a classic '90s flick. It's cheesy, yes. but it totally makes sense for its time. And I appreciated that movie. I actually enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I still enjoy that movie. There is no reason whatsoever that they should remake that movie because it would just, it would plain out suck. Yeah. But I mean, and is it really that dated? No, it's not dated I mean, at all because it was about the nineties. Well, sure. Okay. So it's a period piece. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's like going back and trying to remake like breakfast club. You couldn't do it. Oh yeah. But they will. <sighs> well, what is with you know all these will. remakes? I mean, they're just doing it. I mean, they're they're people. People are trying to justify their jobs. That's all they're doing. Yeah, I mean, Disney's trying to remake everything. <sighs> yeah, they're just they have all these people sitting around, all these creative people, and they're what are we gonna do? Oh, let's uh, let's uh, let's remake Clueless. Oh, that's a great idea. Popeye. 
Let's talk about it at Starbucks. Yeah. 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 Bro. Don't forget your oh, laptop. Wait, bro, that, I'm kind of dating myself. They don't use laptops anymore. Dude, do they? don't forget. Well, yeah, they do, man. They still use razor <laughs> apples. Dude, don't forget they're going to remake Bill and Ted, man. See? Well, actually, it's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Part 3. Oh, that's still okay. starting the same guys. So if that's really see, that's kind of cool. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, now I'm excited for that. Even though I know it's going to be awful. I know it's going to be awful, but, is it, but I'm excited. Is it? Will it be awful or will they actually say, let's do this right? If you go with my direction on this, assume it's going to be really bad. Go see it anyway, because it's part of your past. It's fun. And if it's awesome, you win. If it's not, you knew it. Yep. Boom. They filmed that at my uncle's school in Phoenix, ironically, the original in Scottsdale. One. Yeah, in Scottsdale. Or, it's funny, though. I was in San Dimas, California, but it was actually filmed yeah. in Phoenix. I thought that was funny. Yeah, because it was cheaper. So remakes. Yes, they are remaking Popeye. In fact, Spider-Pan posted something on, on social media about, you know, they've officially are going to ruin Popeye now. <laughs> I don't, Disney's next ruination project. I've been rewatching Christmas Story, but it's so funny because it takes place in the 40s and it was written and done in 83, I think. Some of the stuff they do and they say and just the way everything is done. I mean, the fact that, you know, they actually said Merry Christmas in school. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you could those not, weirdos. They could never do a movie like that anymore. And I got to tell you, that's the one thing I'm absolutely loving about rewatching Christmas Story is it is a no PC refreshing Christmas movie. <laughs> that's just what I got to say. A, you know, it's a fun one. I don't watch it every year, but it's a fun one. I like it. I just heard in the news today that they're removing Kevin Hart from hosting the Oscars now. <laughs> Because he removed of, himself. Well, I know, but they pressured him. You know that. He, sure. But they did that because of some tweets that he made, you know, years and years ago, and he was probably screwing around. I think there's a fine line between full on bullying and then just trash talk. Because, you know, sure. if you're just messing around, you're being stupid and immature, or you're trash talking. I mean, I play sports, right? I play basketball. You trash talk each other. You're not actually being maliciously, you're not trying to bully somebody maliciously and intentionally. You're just messing around with each other. That totally depends it, on the circumstances. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like most of the time these people are screwing around being immature, probably trash talking. Now, if somebody's full on bullying, that's a totally different story. And but a different situation. Yeah. I would say that 90% of the time that's not happening. Not in these situations. And so, you know, you're just like, oh my gosh, people need to be yeah, just, it, it's, just relax. It, it can get a little ridiculous. And it is. I agree. It's, yeah. So that's why it's refreshing to go back and watch something. I mean, granted, the Christmas a Christmas story is clean, but totally, it's just also like a refreshing look at a Christmas movie, and it's not PC, and it's not this modern look at whatever crap is going on. It's just nice. It's refreshing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of uh, you know fun Christmas stuff, I am drinking Candy Cane Lane Tea from Celestial Seasonings. Definitely one of my favorites from them. It's. I bet it's pepperminty. It is. It's pepperminty. It's got some green tea. It's got vanilla. It's got a bunch of other cool spices like milk thistle. And that's not really a spice, but you know, things like that in it. It's good. I like it. Good. What are you drinking? Well, I'm actually, I'm stepping my game up. Step your game up. Oh, I'm stepping it up. What's up? Uh, I'm drinking. I'm actually drinking a pinion pine coffee from New Mexico. Ooh. It's actually really good. Uh, in other words, I think you'd actually like it, but nice. I'm not sure I can even smell or taste the pinion nuts. Uh, it just smells like a really classy coffee. Are there supposed to be pinion nut tastes? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's crushed oh. pinion nuts in it. It's really? just uh, it's a very subtle, you know, you think pinion pine, juniper, not really. It's not like you got a cup of coffee and put a shot of... Um, of 
juniper syrup in it. Yeah. Gin. Thank you. Oh, gin. <laughs> oh, where's, where's my brain going? Yeah. It's not like you put a, co- a little shot of gin in your coffee. Sure. That's a totally different taste and it's good in its own right. But it's a different coffee. I think you'd like it. And it's not the F word. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just so subtle that it just rounds the flavor out yeah. without actually I mean, being able to taste or smell it. Well, I think what, what it really is, is that pinion nuts are not piney sure. flavored. They're, they're, you know, like pine nuts. So they, it's probably just a nutty flavor. Well, I'm glad you're liking it there. Though. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. It's not going to last guys. I'm not going to, I'm not switching. I just oh, happen to have man. it for the holidays. Oh. And as soon as it's gone, I'm back to my old standby. Okay. I actually Shocker. found a decaf Honduran coffee that I roasted up and because I've been drinking a little bit. I've been mixing up some decaf and calf lately just because of trying to test out, you know, our heart palpitations no. linked to the caffeine, oh, okay. et cetera. But anyway, the Honduran decaf is actually fantastic. Smells really good. Tastes really good. So it's amazing that if you can get the right processing, decaf coffee really can be as good as regular. You just See, and I haven't heard that before. Well, so. because usually the coffee's crap. It's a bad processing. They usually get a low quality coffee. Most people don't buy decaf anyway. And so they just sell the cheapest stuff. But if you can get, you know, the source that I get decaf is just as good. You don't even know the difference. Oh, be darn. Yeah. So it just learn something new, everybody. Yeah. It depends on which, where you get it. All right. I got a funny story. I got to share this. We were at the city party. It was the holiday party. It's a great time. They, they have this, you know, spread of food and all kinds of activities and good times. It's always been a really fun party. Our friends were there and I ran into them. Grant, who uh, listens to the show, Emily, not the cool Emily, by the way. Um, oh, so Emily's not cool. Oh, no, no, no. That, she's Grant? cool, but she's not. Never mind. That was, that was <laughs> <laughs> not the Emily that we're aware. Not Miss Ice. How about that? So anyway, there you go. she's actually very cool. She's funny. And in fact, I think it would be hilarious to have Grant and Emily both on the show. I think they would so, probably take over and turn it into a, I mean, it would be all about BS at that point. We, the Grant and Emily show. The Grant and Emily show would truly put the BS in. Never mind. Anyway, uh, so we're, <laughs> we're talking about cheese. And of course, you know my love for cheese. Well, I find out that this Emily has also a love for glorious cheese. Well, mm-hmm. Grant's a vegan. Now, he insists that vegan cheese is where it's at. There's no need to even eat cow cheese anymore because it's that good. Of course, I completely disagree with that. So does Emily. I mean, we're just like, no, no, no. no. I mean, granted, maybe it's better, but no, there's no such replacement for cow cheese or goat cheese. Now, he's saying the Daya brand of of vegan cheese is the best. I've had it. It's okay. It's definitely not a replacement, but I did say that there's actually a vegan cheese brand that'll change his life that is actually pretty dang good. It's getting close, but I couldn't remember the name for it. So someone else is joining this conversation and I'm, you know, trying to look up this cheese brand. I'm like, dang it. What the heck? What the heck's the name of it? And there's, they start talking about beer and other forms of alcohol because, you know, we live in a, in a city that has a lot of craft beer. And so of course they're chatting about that stuff. I finally text Sarah, miss light. I'm like, okay, what the heck is the cheese brand? Cause she eats it. So she responds. And in the, you know, meanwhile, grant Emily and this other person are still discussing alcohol, how much they've consumed tonight etc etc you know all kinds of stuff and i lean over to grant and i say by the way it's called follow your heart he sits there and he's like sure you know why not he's like i i've had two tonight he goes i got chips and salsa in my stomach so why don't i just drink until i can't drink anymore and i'm like <laughs> wait what like no, no no that's the brand of the vegan cheese i was talking about <laughs> i said it's called but, uh, follow your heart it was so funny. And so then we laugh and he was totally joking about the alcohol anyway, but he said, well, you're wearing cool shoes. By the way, I've got leather chucks, Chuck Taylor's, you know, mm-hmm. custom leather. 
and I was wearing, you know, dress uh, like a, a sport coat and sweater and nice shirt, you know, and jeans and everything. And he goes, anybody with shoes like that should be trusted. He goes, I was going to trust you to just follow your heart and drink until I was content. He was kidding. Of Grant, course. Grant, do you actually look at dude's shoes? <laughs> he does. Well, they both, <laughs> they both were commenting on my shoes and I said, oh, well, thank you. I, anyways, a hilarious story. Obviously, everyone was joking. These guys are characters in and of itself in a very happy, awesome way. But it really went into this funny thing. And so, no, the brand of the cheese is called Follow Your Heart. If you're into vegan cheese, it's actually really good. They've got a bunch of different flavors. But uh, anyway. Daya, too. Yeah, Daya's pretty good. But, uh, true story, bro. Cool story, bro. Yeah, no, true story, bro. And talk about putting the BS in the TRBS show. Totally, man. Holy cow. And by the way, Emily, uh, not the cool Emily again, says that the three <laughs> most important things in her life, in this order, not are, the cool Emily. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm kidding. Number one, this is gonna get back to her. I know it will totally. That's why I'm saying it. Number one is cheese. Number two is her husband. Number three is her dog, and she hates her cat. So cat doesn't come in at number four. Evil. Yeah, I know. Well, that's I, and that was uh, for you, but I'm that so is a true sorry. story too. <laughs> I'm so sorry she hates her cat. I really am. I, I, I know. I'm so sad now. I, I won't tell you what she called her cat because that would be inappropriate. Some cats are jerks. I you, I know. It just is what it is. I know. Uh, my my cat that we the one that's still alive was a complete b-i-t-c-h yep uh until she was an only cat and then she turned it all around because she she just hated being with other cats interesting now she's a sweetheart huh well there you go maybe maybe she doesn't like your dog and maybe she doesn't like the fact that you get all the cheese and she doesn't i don't really know cats very well so i have no advice for you emily but emily really and grant that was a fun time so thanks for hanging out even though you're not cool and (laughs) see but i never said that (laughs) I just hope that you treat your cat well. That's all. You know, Even if you hate her. Maybe if you shave yeah. your cat and make it look like Mr. Bigglesworth, maybe it'll be a totally different story. I'm okay with that, actually. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. We were talking about Dr. Evil today. My uh, sister and I. Scarlet Synapse. Really? Random story, bro. So tell me about this book <laughs> that you're reading, dude. I, I got to hear about these books. You're totally nerding out on these books. You've been wanting to talk about them for like the last six years. So what's up? So my best friend's kid uh, who's in junior high school said that I should read this series called Steiger's Tigers okay. about a Roman Roman legionary. And so I was like, oh, I like you know historical fiction. So I started reading it and it turns out, well, first of all, it's a five book series so far. It's by a, an author named Mark Allen Edelheit. And he's one of those indie writers that's really in right now. Uh, there's lots of indie writers out there uh, mm-hmm. who are self-publishers and all that. And you can get them on Amazon, whatever. But so it's actually not a historical war series. It's a, it's more like a Warhammer, like a, like a fantasy series that happens to have Roman style legionaries in it. And it's really good and it's really fun. And I, and I seriously enjoyed reading all five of them. I'm really looking forward to the sixth book. But then another series, I mean, it's called Divine Dungeon. Uh, it's by an author named uh, Dakota Kraut. And it's also got like five books right now, and, and I think they're still going. It's a little bit different because it's a fantasy series similar to the um, Awaken Online series we've talked about before, mm-hmm. but it's from the dungeon's perspective. Oh, the weird. dungeon, this dungeon is actually a character, and it, and it starts out as just this baby dungeon, and it, and it kind of and it learns how to build rooms and mobs and all oh, that's this. So and weird. It's kind of funny and just a nice fun series. So those are the two book series I've been nerding out about lately. Nice. Um, Oh, and I also want to mention, yes. totally unrelated, I got a Vitamix a few weeks yes. ago, Dude. and the thing is a beast. It's yes, it huge. Is. It's almost twice the size of a regular blender. Mm-hmm. It's twice as easy to clean, and I'm using it way too much. They I make are, a smoothie almost every night. They are so awesome. 
But they make like professional smoothies. Like you go into oh, yeah. a really good coffee shop, throw whatever you want in there, and it makes just a beautiful product. It's well, that's what well they worth use. the money. They use Vitamixes. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. so obvious when you use it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, so oh. amazing. You know, we, you so, know, you, you know, go to like a, an orange Julius or something like that. You remember back in the day, I haven't been to one in oh, yeah. so many oh, years, yeah. but you remember how everything was so perfectly smooth and it yeah. was so funny because we'd go make smoothies at home and you'd have like a, a bull. I mean, I liked the bullets. Bullets have their, their place. Let's put it that way. Or like one of those old Breville kind of, I don't even know, you know, the old 1970s. <laughs> the old, yeah. The yeah, really yeah. old blenders are fine. It's it's super basomatic. Yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the Osters of the world. Oster. You got to look out for. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. The old Oster, <laughs> Oster, Oster. No, no. I'm talking the new Osters are what you have to look out for oh. because they're crap. Yeah. The problem was, is the smoothies came out all lumpy and, you know, you were like chewing. Yeah. I was like, that's, I don't want that. That makes, ugh. maybe now some people love that, but I was like, I want it to be smooth. Like you buy it at a, at a store. Nobody likes that. Some Everyone do. likes a smooth smoothie. That's why they're called smoothies and not lumpies. Yeah. I mean, come on, but I, <laughs> Hey, whatever. We got our Vitamix, you know, a couple of years ago now and it was, it was beautiful. And which reminds me now, because it is Christmas time, we have this smoothie drink that Sarah used to make. It was really good. It was a, you take fennel stock and then you take pear and that's actually, I think it's, it's also got ginger, I want to say. So I think it's fennel, ginger and pear. It's literally white. So it actually, if you put it in like a Christmas glass, it looks like a really cool wintry drink. You can also like add, a glass full of snow. Pretty much. Yeah. It's really <laughs> cool. Actually, you garnish it with holly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be kind of cool <laughs> or some mistletoe and then no, just don't eat. Yeah, uh, no, no, don't eat that. That's poisonous people. Uh, but you can add some fresh cranberries to add just a little bit of tartness to it, which I like better because otherwise it's a little too sweet for me. Interestingly enough though, the fennel stock adds a cool spice to it. If you've never had that. Interesting. Here, very good. Here's what I've been drink. Here's what I've been making every, every time I use my Vitamix mm. exact same thing. It's easy cup of Yoplait peach yogurt, okay. one or two bananas, whichever you want, a little can of Dole pineapple juice, mm-hmm. milk, lactate for me, and then some cinnamon and some vanilla. Interesting. Pure vanilla extract, not the fake stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of ice, you know, just to make it smoothie. Mm-hmm. And every time it turns out so good. Nice. Every time. So that's it. That's, that's all you have to do. You know, I was making actual real ginger beers. If you remember those. Yeah. And you can take ginger and what you do is just put a little bit of water down at the bottom, cut up the ginger pieces, put them in there and just kind of make a ginger puree. And then, I mean, the the problem with the ginger puree is that it will get a little bit granular in your drink. And so you can Mm -hmm. either, uh, you know, you can either strain it out if you want. It's up to you. But one way or the other, you create that pure ginger and then you can make some awesome ginger beers with, you know, sparkling cider, squeeze some lime in uh, a little bit of simple syrup. You're all done. Making me hungry. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, it's just totally rocking, dude. It's like righteous, most triumphant. You know that. Now I got to go watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I was thinking of watching Clerks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's go like watch Clueless now. I'm so excited. Oh my god! Speaking of TV shows, let me talk about those. And we are going to come back, by the way, because I said last week we would jump into some ideas for creating new traditions and surviving the holidays. If you've got some poor family situations, bad memories, etc. So we're going to jump into that here shortly, but let's talk about a couple of uh, TV show updates here. This is sort of a TV. It's, it's a movie, but it's on Netflix, the Christmas Chronicles, which is the new Kurt Russell movie. I've not watched it yet. I know you've not watched it yet. I know Miss, I will this weekend. Miss Ice has watched it. Sarah and I are watching it. So we'll talk about it next week. Excellent. 
And Miss Ice is uh, going to be on the show. I'll have an opinion. Awesome. The important part of that statement was that Miss Ice is going to join us next week. Yes, she's coming back. Woohoo! She's going to bring the chill to December. She's going to try and remove the BS from the TRBS show. That's true. She brings excellence. Yeah, without her, we're just, we're lost. We're clueless. We're just screwing around. (laughs) (laughs) Wasting your time and ours. So a couple of things I wanted to jump in on. I was kind of surprised. Legends of Tomorrow. I told you I took a big break from the DC shows because of the agenda pushing for a while. Right. Legends, you know, was not exempt from that. I did finally decide to catch up because I love time travel and sci-fi and superheroes. And well, that's that's legends. I've enjoyed this season, though. I feel like they've pushed agendas far less than they have in previous seasons. For whatever reason, they've just kind of given up on trying to be this continuous story. Let's be serious. Let's try to keep up. And they've just not taken themselves seriously, which I think has actually done them justice. Okay. But that's me. I love it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I don't know. Not everybody likes it because it's probably a little too cheesy. But it's literally come and turn your brain off and just have a good time. So I don't know. I've enjoyed it. It's been a good time. I'm still not caught up on Arrow and Flash yet. I intend to at some point. But I have, on the other hand, been, you know, continuing Expanse, which I'll let me talk about Expanse in a minute. And I started watching Titans, which just came out this year. And that's been interesting. That's another DC show. It's also another Greg Berlanti creation. So it's part of the DC TV show universe. However, Jeff Johns, you know, who is responsible for a lot of the Flash comics and also the Flash show is one of the main writers and producers on it. So I feel like he's got a pretty heavy hand in the show. It's different. I like it a lot so far. What's the premise? I don't know a lot of that side of the, you know, like Teen Titans and, and the Doom Patrol and some of those other sides of the DC universe. I'm not as familiar with it personally, but it actually follows the story of Dick Grayson, i.e. Robin you know, Batman's Robin after he leaves Batman as the sidekick. He has a little bit of a falling out with Batman and uh, goes off on his own and does some other stuff. So it's like, I think it's his transition between becoming uh, from Robin to Nightwing. And I don't, I haven't seen a lot of it yet. I'm I'm just getting into it, but it's very interesting. It is definitely more gritty. It feels more like a, like a Marvel TV show, but I really Mm. like it. And so far it's just a good show telling a great story. So, Again, because it's a Berlanti show, I'm very concerned that the agendas are going to creep their way in like every (laughs) other Berlanti show. Every one so far has happened. But if they can just keep it a good story, it'll be amazing. So I'm loving it so far. But back to Expanse. Mm. First three episodes of season one, I told you this. I really struggled with them because I'd not read the books. They were all over the place. I was lost. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't follow it. Episodes four, five, and six were more interesting, slightly more cohesive, still like I'm not getting into it. I'm still having a hard time. I'm surprised I'm I, that you wait. You waited it, it out till you thought it was it, good. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that it at the time it was sci-fi November and I'm like, I just want a good sci-fi show. So I feel like it's going to get better. I was trusting your word on it mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm just going to keep going because, you know, like I said, four was a little better. Five was even better. Six was even better, but it was like slightly and I'm still going, oh my gosh. And I remember at the end of episode six, I'm like, I don't know if I can keep going. (laughs) And then I'm like, I'm going to go one more, one more episode. I hit episode seven and it was amazing. And I was like, whoa, Hmm. what just happened? It's like everything came together. It tied together for whatever reason. It just made sense. And since then it has been phenomenal. And even into season two, there have been slower episodes, but it's all made sense. It's all felt like it's part of the story that you have to know about now. 
I think the first few episodes were maybe made for those who had read the books. Maybe because yeah, I liked the, I liked it from episode one on. Yeah. So and then they probably realized, oh, maybe everybody hasn't read the books yet, so maybe we should try to make it a little bit more, <laughs> you know. But or maybe after after that many episodes, they just accumulated an, accumulated enough plot. True. For you to just enjoy it on your own. It's absolutely fantastic. I am I'm blown away. I'm hooked on it. I mean, I'm watching it slowly because I just want to absorb it, but it is an amazing mm-hmm. show. I'm so impressed. But you know, I, I was talking over this with with the Flash and. He said it was incredibly boring and political, and I, I agreed for the first few episodes of season one. It's exactly what it was, but huh. it's changed. Even with the political side now, you need it. It makes sense. Yeah. Now, Killjoys, on the other hand, I really have had a hard time with that. I made it <laughs> through season one once again, trying to push through because everyone's like, it's a great show. And I know everybody's different and everybody's got their their different opinions, but um, I finally That's crazy, right? I hit. Yeah, I know. I hit season two and I think I got into like three episodes of season two and I'm like, dude, I feel like it's a job trying to watch this show. And the fact that I've made it that far, it's like, I need to life short, man. <laughs> I need yeah. to stop watching it. And it's move on to some, something else. It's not for everybody. Apparently nope. and I, I haven't, I haven't even watched one episode of Killjoys yet. So. It's okay, but it's not my style. I mean, like yeah. I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily a bad show per se, but it's just not the kind of style that I really enjoy very much so okay. nothing I mean, there are aspects about it that i love and i wish there were more of those aspects and less of the other ones but it is what it is yeah another show that sarah and i are both watching that i've mentioned this before is manifest and they're on their you know mid-season break right now already so they did nine episodes and really have enjoyed it the only negative that i have to say about it is that it is a very much a sci-fi show with a lot of mystery but lately they've put a lot more emphasis on the drama of the characters, which mm. I'm not necessarily opposed to good character development. Of course, I love that, but I think there's been too much on the drama and a lot less on the sci-fi and the mystery, which for me is like, okay, it's a little slow in that sense, but it's still got me hooked. There's still enough going on that I'm like, this is a great show and very curious to see where it goes. So what's the premise on manifest again? That's the one where I don't want to give much away, but they're on that plane. First of all, they're in Jamaica and it's in 2013 part of the family leaves on the main flight and the other part of the family decides to, you know, take the later flight and take the extra, you know, you know how they say like we're overbooked. Sure. Take extra tickets going. Yeah. So the other half of the family goes on the later flight and they take off and they land five years later, even though it's sci-fi, but it's not, it's now. Well, it's sci-fi in the sense that you don't know where the hell I went for five years. Yeah. Or if they did. Or if they just went mm. through a wormhole or something. That's kind of what they're trying to, you know, they're, trying, they're trying to figure that out. It's very interesting. And they don't know. Mm. Like, for, to them, it was, you know, a two-hour flight. And when they arrived, a everyone's two like... two-hour flight. <laughs> exactly. Like, why aren't my cell phones working? They did a really good job. <laughs> with that. It was the funniest thing. They pulled up their phones, and I'm like, their phones aren't going to have service. You know? And they didn't. Yeah, they're on a we, flight. We have no service. No, no, I mean, when they, when they land. <laughs> okay. And they're like, they're not going to have service. It's been five years. Right. You know, and they didn't. Okay. So they've, they've paid attention to a lot of really cool details on it too. It's a good show. Interesting. I like okay. it. So those are the uh, TV shows I've been watching that have been fun, but now it's time for some Christmas movies. So Christmas Chronicles is coming up. I'm going to pull out my home alone and I'm, lampoon and all those good things here soon. I'm excited for mortal engines, dude. Yes. That's coming out the 14th. So that's next Friday. It's a steampunk movie that mm-hmm. Peter Jackson produced. Yes. He didn't, he didn't direct it, which is probably a good thing. It's a book series. And I bought the first book on Amazon just a few days ago, and I'm going to read it before I see the movie. If you like steampunk, I think that might be a good movie for you. I'll do a review after I see it. Yeah, no, I think we should all go because I think it would be fun to talk about. Yes. I am not 
necessarily into steampunk or anything like that so i don't know a whole lot about it but i'll tell you that i, I do want to see this movie so one way or the other i'm interested i want to see the new wreck it ralph 2 ralph breaks the internet mm-hmm. that's such a great movie for gamers i don't know if the second one's going to be a good movie for gamers or not but the first one sure was creed 2's out there's another one coming out this month that i'm completely spacing right now that i want to go see as well um, fail yeah i know i know bumblebee is coming out aquaman's coming out this month too so those are some yeah movies. aquaman that's right and I, I just, I'm so excited to go see Alita Battle Angel, but that's not till February now. You know, they had to push it back. Had to. Had to. But I mean, I'm so excited about the Clueless remake. So, I mean, that's, the, I, I'm just counting down. <laughs> Are until you really? That. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm just going to go drown my Clueless sorrows in eggnog, man, because that's all that matters. Make sure you put the rum in it. Just straight eggnog, baby. Straight. Blame. Hey, let me share Blame. some, let me share some cool Christmas music for you real quick. And then we'll jump into our little fun thing we're going to do here in a minute. I'm a huge fan of Christmas music this time of year, of course. Some people listen to it in July. Not me, but hey, crazy. you know I love Lindsey Sterling. She's adorable. She's got a great Christmas album. It's wonderful. She did a really, really good version of the Home Alone theme. Beautiful. And of course, a ton of other things. Carol of the Bells, What Child Is This? All that. Really, really good stuff on there. And of course, she's just fantastic. And speaking of kind of going along with that, because Lindsay plays, uh, has played with these guys, the piano guys, and I'm sure you've probably heard of them by now. They've kind of branched out and done a bunch of stuff with Lindsay and other people that very popular. So they've got some amazing Christmas music out as well. And they did a really cool video. And I guess they got a thousand people or something like that to come together for this video. And it's the angels from the realms of glory, but it's the angels we have heard on high theme. But, oh my gosh, it's an incredibly well done production. So it's just incredible if you go check it out. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. August Burns Red, dude, if you've never heard these guys, first of all, they're a, a pretty hard rock band, but they did a Christmas album a few years ago that was just all instrumental. It was amazing. They have a new Christmas EP, and it is also instrumental and also gloriously amazing. So go check that one out. I put it in my spotify mix but it's just crazy they do an amazing version of sleigh ride in their first album but it's it's awesome is it like death metal christmas music uh not quite it's hard rock oh. you know you, you've got your double bass drum at times and then you've got this other stuff where they break into jazz music double bass drum it's just it's crazy stuff you know <laughs> yeah it's it's really good though That's it's awesome. very very talented lauren daigle has a christmas album some of you're thinking who's lauren daigle if you saw blade runner 2049 she did the theme at the end credits Oh, so she's done some good stuff. I don't stuff. know. I've seen it a couple times. And I don't remember that song, but go ahead. Great voice. Good music. And then get this. This is the funny one here. William Shatner has a brand new Christmas album out. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't expect that response. William Shatner, dude, has a Christmas album. The guy doesn't sing. Okay, so it's going to be another funny album. Okay. Well, I think it's supposed to be serious. I don't think Silent. this is. Nice. Exactly. And I don't think it's Holy supposed to be funny. Night. It's really interesting. Like they're saying, oh, I'm no, it's a- pretty sure it's supposed to be funny. If oh. he's not singing, <laughs> oh, no, he's, I'm- I don't know what he's trying to do with it. I think he's trying to sound cool because he's working with some, you know, singer classics that you've heard, you know, years past some vocalists and you know, they're singing and he's in there going along with it. And, and I think he's actually trying to be serious. And I think they're trying to build this as a serious Christmas album, but it is really bad. <laughs> It is not wow, good. I'm, I am intensely curious about Silent that. I'm going to have night. to check that out. Holy night. I mean, he Holy literally does that. He night. literally does. You've got to check it out. Go on to I Spotify. Will. William Shatner Christmas. It is. It's terrible. 
And now, granted, some of you may be like, dude, this is glorious. I don't know, man. Funny. I, I, it's it's painful. <laughs> Thanks it's painful. for the warning. <laughs> so there you go. There's your Christmas laugh of the year. I wish I could play it, but, you know, due to legalities, I'm not allowed to. Ugh. Kirk might come after you, man. He might. He'd be like, you're going to die. And then his shirt would get ripped off and he'd do a roll and try to shoot me or punch me. Uh, you remember, I still can't believe you, he's still around. Do you remember in Star Trek, you know, where they would clasp their hands and they would like hit down on someone like that was yes. a Star Trek hit. Yeah, what? they would bash them in the shoulder or the neck or something yeah, like that. You'd like swing down. <clears throat> That's not even like a really effective move of at not. all. So why would they do that? Uh, it's the 60s, man. That's they okay. just did things weird back then, I, I guess. Well, and William Shatner apparently is still doing weird things. <laughs> Some of us never grow up. All right. So he's a, he's a product of his environment and, and, and he's a product of his times. Oh my gosh. So. Well, at least he's true to himself. There you go. <laughs> be real, man. Maybe we should have him on the show. Like you are that real. You're the real Bill Shatner. Exciting. Please sing and, your music for us. Yeah. Silent night. <laughs> Holy night. Spock. <laughs> you expect me to do this. Oh. BS show for free. We truly put the BS in TRBS. My friends, my little friends. We talked about this last week. There are those of us, unfortunately, who don't enjoy this time of year for the reasons we discussed last week. You know, you've, you've got painful memories in the past, bad family situations, et cetera, et cetera. So this week I wanted to talk about maybe some ways where we can find ways for you to still enjoy. That was redundant. I love that. We can still find ways for you to enjoy the holiday season by choosing a new path in life, starting some new traditions, etc. having fun regardless moving forward. So I have a list of things here that are, you know, some, some mindset things you can do, some actual practical things you can do and some fun things that you can do. We, you, you and I kind of worked through this captain influence, mm. but before we do that, I want to start off by saying two things before we say this list here, because I want to acknowledge two things. First of all, I want to acknowledge that yes, there is pain this time of year for some of us, but I also want to acknowledge that each and every one of us have had painful situations happen to us in our past. Maybe we've created it. Maybe it's happened to us for no reason. But one way or the other, it's happened. Now, personally, mine was not around Christmas. So, of course, as I've you know, obviously shared a thousand times, I love this time of year. However, I've had painful, horrible situations that have hurt me. So I want to acknowledge the pain and the horrible and sad memories this time of year can bring to some of us. First of all, it's acknowledged. Second of all, we do have a choice. We can either remain in this painful and sad memory and let it define us and control us or... We can choose to move on and choose to define ourselves and control our own lives. Now, I say that because I've been through it, so I can speak from experience and authority that you really, truly do have a choice on this one. So let it define you, let it control you, or control it and define yourself. So if you choose the second option, then we've got some great ideas for making the holiday season more enjoyable and even creating some new memories and traditions that will bring, I think, joy and happy memories from here on out. So here we go. Let, let's let's throw these out. List a few. Should we just go back and forth? No, I want you to do the whole thing. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna sit back with my popcorn, yeah, and I'll uh, yeah. I'll throw mine in when it can, comes. Can, can you be the the peanut or I'm sorry the popcorn gallery then? Yeah, I'll be the pop. I'll throw okay. popcorn at you while you do this. Okay, here this we go. List. Yeah. So first of all, regardless, stick to your regular routine. Don't change up your normal day. 
holidays, obviously you, you change your routine up. A lot of us do, but if you're someone who doesn't enjoy it, just stick to your normal routine. Like it's any other day of the year and just move forward. Yeah. Just pretend it's not there. The holiday. Well, you don't necessarily have to pretend it's not there. Just, (laughs) (laughs) just, you know, (laughs) okay. Well, no, I mean, if that's what that means, if you stick to your regular routine, don't change it up. Like do what you would do on Valentine's day. If you don't want to, or don't have an opportunity to celebrate Valentine's day. Sure. Just pretend it isn't happening and it's all good. Or do what you would do on a normal summer day, whatever, except, you know, go out and sunbathe if it's snowing out. But we have much more exciting solutions than that one. That's just like your, your fallback. Yeah. Yeah. That's just one option here. Uh, And all, by the way, you can choose all of these options too, but second one, take it easy and stay balanced. Now I think this is for any of us, regardless of whether we love the holidays or we don't, Try not to stress out this time of year. People are already stressed. They're crazy on the roads. I mean, I got honked at for, I don't even know why the other day. Uh, and I was just like, what the heck is going on? Oh, oh yep. Yeah, I think maybe you're just a bad driver, Brian. No one ever honks at me. I was sitting at a stoplight <laughs> getting ready to turn left and there was a car in front of me and I got, oh no, no, I'm sorry. There was a car coming at me and I couldn't turn and I got honked at. And I'm like, I could have turned and then I would have been hit. I wasn't going to do that. Anyway, people are just angry and impatient this time of year. So I'm telling you, take it easy, stay balanced in your life, stay balanced with your mindset, your, your, your well-being. Let's call it that health, food, mental state, everything. All right. Number three, there's no such thing as a perfect holiday. And this is a big one or a perfect family, regardless of what the movies show us. True. Now, duh, right? That is a duh. But the problem is, is it's so easy to subconsciously fall into that belief that, well, man, the movies show a perfect family. Why don't we have that? How come I don't have that? I wish. Yeah. I had that. How come other people have that? And I don't, well, yeah. most people, almost nobody has that. Exactly. They do exist, but it's no, pretty rare. There's no perfect family or, or no, holiday. Define perfect. Well, that's not, no, they <laughs> I mean, can be, I mean, be healthy. I mean, families like the movies show you, they, those families do exist, I think, but, uh, well, I just some do. they're very, yeah, some do. I mean, if you look at like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I think that's a pretty realistic family. But that's not a perfect family. No, it's not. It's not even unless, necessarily unless you, unless you have a good attitude about it and you think that all of that angst and, and craziness is perfect. Then to you, it's a perfect family. See, that's what I love. I love some of the movies that actually show the I'll call it dysfunction and, and the downside. Mm-hmm. And then they show it like, let's let's OK, let's overcome this and come together. I like that right. because to me, that's more real. You know, you've got those, those, I don't watch them, but the cheesy Hallmark style romance Christmas movies where, you know, these people fall in perfect love because of the magic of the holidays creates this perfect atmosphere. And it's so, oh my gosh, it's so cool. I, th- okay. Those are unrealistic. But Probably. they feel good to watch, don't they? Yeah. But don't compare your life to that or else you're going to no. be depressed. That's right. Anyway, I just wanted to say that though, because I, I know some people have said, well, I don't have a family to celebrate. Well, they're probably then celebrate with friends. In fact, here, here's the next point that goes right along with that. Stay connected with the friends, especially if you don't have the family around you, but if you do have family, then stay connected with that side of the family and friends that value you. So those that are valuing you in your life, celebrate with them. We talked about friends giving last year. Have a friend's Christmas, a friend's miss. Unless your friends that value you are doing Christmas with their families and they don't want to have anything to do with you at Christmas. Well, that sucks, me. Wouldn't it be kind of cool <laughs> if like people were a little more open to inviting certain friends into their families because they need that? It would, and I, and I think it exists. It does happen, yes. It does. More of that is good. And you don't necessarily have to have just a friend's miss. You can have a true Christmas with your family. 
but also invite friends that, you know, are, are familyless. That's right. Yeah. This is a big one too. Number five, let go of your feelings of guilt. It's okay to feel the sadness. Don't put unreasonable pressure on yourself to be happy or even enjoy the holiday. And this goes back to seeing the perfect family or holiday and then putting yourself in that pressure going, man, I just don't have that. Well, then you're guilt. You're sad. You're depressed. Don't put that on you. I, I like how this one was written up. I, you know, some of these I pulled off some different sites and stuff is to be around others if you want to. And I get it. You know, if you're in a position where you just feel like you can't be around somebody, that's fine. But if you are able to, it is a good thing to be around others because you have an opportunity to try to make someone else feel better, which will in turn help you to focus less on the pain that you're going through and also will help you feel better too. Yeah. So that's a good one. one. I love this one. Focus on today, not yesterday. What happened to you is in the past. And I've always said this, learn from the past and move on and live today. I I still say this because, you know, you can't change the past, but you can learn from it. You can move on. You can live today and you can enjoy the moment that you're in right now. When people are constantly consumed with what has happened to them in the past, it defines where you're at no matter what. And that's just good advice in general, but go ahead. Number eight, it's okay to say no and set boundaries. This is good for all of us. You don't have to get 45 different presents for all of your 65 cousins. No, or even one. It's okay to say no. I mean, it's a good thing to have conversation and discussion about this. Of course, don't just drop it on them. (laughs) You don't have to go to Aunt Gloria's house if you don't want to. Yeah. You don't have to go to every single Christmas party. Just enjoy your time. Have fun. You don't have to add rum to your eggnog. That is true. You don't have to be that cool. You don't have to be that. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number nine, ask for help if you need it. Okay, this is a big one. I don't see, you know, usually the people that are in a painful situation, I would say 99% of the time they will not ask for help. And that should have been phrased, ask for help if you need it. Not ask for help if you need it. <laughs> How about ask for help because you do need it? Yeah, there And you it's go. okay. And it doesn't mean you're weak. Right. Yeah. Number 10, take great care of yourself. That's a big one. In fact, I've been seeing that a lot lately all over the board for this time of year. I've done this to myself during this time of year. We just run ourselves ragged. We kill ourselves. You know, we're trying to do everything. I said this last year on the show, and it's so funny how during the holidays, everybody comes out of the woodwork. We should get together. And I'm like, where have you been the other three? Well, okay, it's (laughs) two, two to three weeks of the year. Where have you been the other 49 to 50 weeks of 2018? I've had plenty of time to get together with people and everybody's been busy. And now all of a sudden you all want to get together in the next two weeks. You know, this happened last year. It happens every year around this time of year. We run ourselves Mm. ragged. So yes, please take great care of yourself. Simplify, spread out getting together with people. I mean, I would love to get together with people all year long instead of in a two week period. That's just me. If you do run yourself ragged with friends that value you, then the season will go that much faster and you can be through with it quicker. True, but you might be <laughs> sick and miserable the whole time. Like I was this week. That was a fluke. That was a fluke. That's thing. true. I was yeah. not running myself ragged. I just had a little stomach bug and it was, it wiped quit, me. Quit shaking in so many hands. You shook too many hands at the, uh, yeah. at the city party. That's too, all it was. Too many kisses. That was the problem. Yeah. All right. Number 11 play, have fun. Now this is funny. They talked about why children enjoy Christmas so much. And this was something I was, well, there's a lot of reasons, but there's the magic of the season. And well, Hey, shouldn't we all have some self delusion once in a while? Yes. 
It's fun. So I'm I'm going back to that. Enjoy time like you did when you were younger. Just find some things that you love doing and just have fun. Stop Act being like so dang serious all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. People are just like, okay, let's sit down and have ourselves a meeting here. You know, you get on the phone and you know, people <laughs> answer the phone like this. How can I help you? How can I help you? I'm like, guys, go. I'm going to get on the phone and be like, yeah, what's up? Uh, is this the real Brian? Yeah. I can get on Do like, not answer the phone like that. This is the real Brian. Hello. All right. Number 12. Get rid of should in your vocabulary. Now, this is something we should all do, too. You don't have to do anything. You really don't. Well, I mean, I guess you, you get you, to do anything you want. You do have to do certain things that are responsibility sake. But when it comes to Christmas, you get to do whatever you want. Have fun. You get you get, get to. to get to. Yeah, we put the get in TRBS, right? Booyah. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, number 13. <laughs> this is one I put in because, hey, regardless of whether you like Christmas or not, you cannot deny the joy in the darkness of winter of driving around and looking at Christmas lights. There is something magical about Christmas lights in a winter night. All right. Number 14, start a tradition that is for you. Something that's different, something you enjoy. So you pick something. If I were you, you guys who don't have, you know, a a fun family situation during the holidays, have a family guy marathon. (laughs) Sit down with buttered popcorn no. A six pack of beer. No. Lemon and pledge. watch Family Guy for 12 hours straight. Mm. You will come away a much happier person. Sounds like a nice time. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. Well, you know, if, <laughs> if that's for you, man, then do it. I, all I'm saying. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not. saying. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good yeah. idea. It's a very good idea. So traditions can be a very good thing, but they can also, in my opinion, traditions can hold people back. They can be somewhat of a prison. You know, when you get married and families start to grow in that scenario, I've heard this from every single person I've ever known that has ever gotten married. What is it? Because I can't wait to hear. If yeah, I'm essentially that the traditions that once were are no longer <laughs> because they can't. Well, you know, little Bobby Sue used to come home and celebrate Christmas at home with the family. And we used to do it this way. And now you got married and now you're wanting to do it that way. You know what I'm talking about? I can see that. Yeah. And you know, the, that reminds me of one of the weirdest things that I've noticed since I was a little kid. And I've been trying to equate it to, you know, like, like shift myself ahead in time and say, okay, now I'm in the perspective of the adults when I was a little kid and it's not the same though. Yeah. And what I'm trying to bumble about saying here is that when I was a little kid, we, my uncles and aunts and cousins all got together at Christmas at my grandma's house. And then we would go and and we had this great time, a couple dozen of us. And then we would go to my other side of the family's parent, you know, the other grandma's house and all of them would come to have Christmas there. And then as we got older, you know, all of us grew up and we started our own my other cousins all started their own families. They don't do that anymore. It's it it, it hasn't translated. Uh, the nuclear family getting together for Christmas. I'm sure it still happens, but I just haven't experienced it since I was young. So yeah. it's like everyone's just split off and and they're all doing their own things for Christmas, and that family doesn't get together anymore on either side. And so. that's exactly what I'm saying. Is that you know what once was, especially if they are good memories and things you used to enjoy. Yeah. Isn't going to happen anymore because you've added new people into the different sides of the families, which right. creates, I mean, it has to be new. It can't be the same. And I know that. Oh, I know. I know. But the part I'm, the part that's weirding me out is like, I'm okay. So I'm going to put myself in my little nephew's shoes, my brother's son. 
he isn't having that same experience that I had because, I mean, he, he has family to get together with and everything, but it's not the same everyone from everywhere else. And I'm, and I'm using gestures here that nobody can see, but everyone from everywhere else, can, it, you know, all comes together from across the country to meet at one place every Christmas. That doesn't happen anymore, at least on my end. Yeah. I, I, I'm wasting my breath because I'm sure that no. it happens with lots of people, but no, it's for me, it hasn't. Us. Same with us. We, we used to have family from all over get together and celebrate in one location every year. We'd all switch locations every year and that doesn't happen anymore either. Yeah, but and I mean, I'm, I'm saying that even the new generations, they're not experiencing that. Interesting. In my family. So hmm. I don't know how, how endemic that is, but yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I miss it too. And I think that was the thing. I used to love the big family get togethers. And I think this goes back to that things will change no matter what. And, you know, whether you want them to or not. I mean, there are traditions I miss. There are things, there are celebrations like that. You know, you just even mentioned that I miss, but you can't have those anymore. So whether, but there's nothing stopping you from making a new tradition. Exactly. And whether you have yeah. good memories or bad memories, starting new traditions for yourself is really a good idea or for your current family is a really, really good idea anyway, because you know that it becomes special to where you're at again right now, right today, focusing on today. Definitely. So pick some traditions. I mean, this is something where you can come in and say, you know, I don't want to watch Christmas movies because they make me think of what I don't have. Then don't I family mean, guy. Yeah, or yeah, you, you go. can start a you can do an SG one marathon. Those are yeah, really yeah, fun. Yeah. See, here's the funny part. November's about Thanksgiving in the States and I made it sci-fi November. Why? I don't know, but I did. So make Christmas whatever you want. Have fun. Yeah. Or December that is. Make it make it slasher movie December. <laughs> That's what you like. <laughs> Man, every time I watch, you know, Halloween, it reminds Nightmare me of uh, Yeah, it reminds me of Christmas. That's weird. Well, Peter Schilling reminds me of Christmas. I don't know why. But start new traditions for yourself and still try to celebrate the gloriousness of this year. Number 15, three things for those who want to spend Christmas alone. So first of all, think of these three things. No, you don't deserve this. You know, whatever happened to you and whatever happened to you that is in the past, you don't deserve what's going on right now. No, you're not a monster because you hate this time of year because of past issues. And yes, you're allowed to celebrate or not celebrate however you want. So those are kind of give yourself those three permissions to be like, okay, I don't deserve this. You're right. No, I'm not a monster. Okay. I've had some bad stuff. Okay. You know what? I'm going to celebrate however I want. And then, like I said in the beginning, choose, move forward, start some new traditions, have some fun. Unless you're the one who is the problem in your family. Well, that's why I said, if this happened <laughs> Maybe you to this. you, now, if you're happening to others, that's a totally different story. This list is not for you. You're the problem. <laughs> And if you are the problem, own it and have fun. All we'll, about attitude. Then we'll tell that person what a low life scum sucking. <laughs> no, I can't keep going. It's not. No, I'd love to play. Okay. <laughs> Number 16, give something back. This goes back. I said this earlier, but getting the focus off of yourself is tremendously helpful, not just in the short run, but in the long run as well. So yes, if you are basking in the negative glory of how painful this time of year is for you, especially if it's been years past wallowing, not basking. No, I, I, I know I, I said that that was a <laughs> tongue in cheek. Now, if this just happened to you this year, okay, you know, you, you, you need some time. I get it. But if this happened to you years ago, time to get the focus off yourself. It really is. It's, it's very helpful. You'll be a blessing to someone else and it will come back to you. And here's just a fun one. If you need to, if you just need to have a little fun, 
Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat have yourself. Some, have some fun. Just totally. Enjoy. That's my favorite one. If you, if you, for whatever reason, cannot spend, cannot stand to, or are unable to spend Christmas with your family, treat yourself. Totally. Go nuts now and if, have fun. If you're thinking, well, Brian, I love this time of year. This isn't for me. Yeah, but do you know someone that this applies to? Because if you do, share this with them. We want this to hopefully be an encouragement. And you know what? We may be way off. Maybe this is not even remotely helpful for someone who's dealt with the pain of Christmas. I don't know. Again, I've not been there, so I can't speak with experience on this. But this is not just from my own brain. This is from different sources. I feel like these are great pieces of advice. And so what I say is share this with someone who has a hard time this time of year and then be with them. Invite them to do stuff and make sure that it's a pressure less situation and give them permission to say no if they don't want to come. That's right. So there you go. That's my list. Good list. Well, thank you. I hope that was a long list. I hope it was helpful. Yeah. I really do. And on that note, I think we should wrap the show up. Wrap it up like a present. That's right. So next under the tree. Next week, as I mentioned, Miss Ice is here, and you should be here. I hope if you're not. Then I will be. The, will be. I will be on the air. Yes. Good. And then the following week, the following week, which will be the week of December, what I'm, I got to look this up, December 17th. So that'll air on December 21st. That's going to be our, our crazy Christmas episode. And it It'll looks be crazier because like, I'll be in studio. Exactly. And that's the whole point is I think we're all going to be in studio that day to be able to hang out. We'll see how this goes. And then the following week, the week of Christmas. So December 28th, we will not have an episode. I'm going to give everybody a week off. We got to take a little break. And we'll come back on January 4th after that. So I'm just kind of giving you a, a schedule heads up so that you can, you know, plan. It was so funny. I know the episode didn't come out this morning and I felt terrible just because of being sick. We couldn't get out on time. And people are like, I, I, I don't know how to wake up today. I usually wake up and listen to the O'Brien show. Like, can you please text me? <laughs> I, need when it's, my, I need my dose of BS with my coffee. <laughs> text me when it's done so I can wake up. And I said, well, you shouldn't need to get up until tonight then because it'll be tonight when it comes out. And others are like, I, I, I went to work and there's nothing to listen to. What am I going to do? So I feel terrible. Well, hopefully well, this don't. is a, a nice entrance into your weekend. It's it's Friday night now at this point. So happy Friday night. And hey, if you have grandparents or had grandparents that were in World War II, Pearl Harbor Day, man, this is another thing. In fact, so I, I feel like a lot of our younger generations right now don't even know much about Pearl Harbor Day anymore, except maybe what they might learn in school. I'm not sure tragic scenario tragic day but one way or the other honor the fallen honor the fallen on that note though have a glorious glorious weekend and thank you for allowing us to come out with this show a little late today and you know what the music means like they had a choice well (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) remember folks we put the bs in trbs (laughs) i love it thanks for listening all right captain influence appreciate it man as always Thank you again, always, man. All right, realbryanshow.com. Show notes and links are all in there. Have a glorious, glorious day, Real Brian Show. Signing off. See ya. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.